Hello, hello, hello. What is up, party people? Hopefully you guys are doing great. I am cuddled in my bed, home in Toronto with a candle, and enjoying the sound of the raindrops outside my window. It's been raining all day, and I've been loving it personally. It feels so cozy and perfect time to record a podcast episode for you guys. So with the constant theme of V-Day, Valentine's Day around the corner, I know I won't shut up about this. (laughs) I got a lot of really amazing tarot cards in my year ahead reading around love, sex, and dating. So I'm just embracing it this year, and that is... One of my cats saying hi, and I'm actually shocked that's the first time this happened so far. <laughs> With the podcast being recorded. That's Awaz. She says hi. So, <laughs> I'm hoping she won't uh, be too crazy. But you know what? That's the life of a witch. Gotta embrace the cat vibes. So, today what I wanted to talk to y'all about is how to do a tarot reading for Valentine's Day for love. But, you know, Valentine's Day is in like less than a week. So that's what inspired this little share. But of course, we can read about love and sex and dating any time of the year. It's a topic that I think is top of mind for most people most of the time. But this month, February, is just an opportunity to dive a little bit deeper. Oh my god, my other cat has jumped on the bed. So let's see, it's a cacophony of cats up in here. So if there's more cat noises, welcome. They are my uh, co-instructors here. (laughs) So I wanted to give three tarot reading tips for Valentine's Day. Because I think that there's so much stress around this time of year. Like, love can always be a little bit stressful if something is unrequited or we're really not sure where someone's at or whatever. And it can be a lot easier to let that go in other times of the year. But around February, I hear so many people stressing like, oh my god, is the person going to do anything for me for Valentine's Day? Are we? Am I going to get an invitation? Are we going out? What's going on? Like, blah, blah, blah. So many big questions that are all around the lead up to this day that can make this moment more high pressure than other times of year. So I wanted to give some tips to help you guys not go insane and to guide you into giving tarot readings in a way that is empowering, that is stabilizing, and that does not contribute another bucket load of stress onto your shoulders. Because who needs that, really? Like, no, (laughs) we don't need that. So my first big Valentine's Day tarot reading tip for you guys is don't ask whether or not a particular thing will happen. 
Will it happen? Won't it happen? Who knows? It's not really under your control. And while some people operate under the misinformed assumption that tarot reading is supposed to be predictive all the time, it really isn't. And if we always treat the tarot as our own personal fortune teller, that is a very quick way to stress ourselves out and get our hearts broken by ourselves. So why is that? So tarot isn't so much a weather forecast as it is a detailed long-term report on the climate. Weather can change hour to hour, minute to minute, depending on tons of different factors. But if you switch around some of the influences, you will get a different result, which is sometimes why we get those surprising rain showers or the sunny days when we thought it would be super cloudy. But climate is a bit different, right? It's more about averaging our long-term observations and conditions over time, noticing the patterns and tendencies and difficult influential factors, different factors that are influencing things. Complicated, simple, it's always a mishmash of what the vibe is, right? So for instance, like again, to kind of go off on this weather tangent here to explain this. So knowing that Toronto, where I live, has a semi-continental climate, and I did have to Google that, (laughs) with incredibly humid summers, there's an average temperature of 26 degrees Celsius in July, doesn't guarantee that your July Toronto vacation to visit me won't involve some seasonally uncharacteristic sweater weather. Or that it won't be a 40 degree heat wave, sending you away from the lovely beach and back into your hotel's air conditioning. So how can we relate this to tarot and love? Tarot is less about making concrete predictions and more about a vibe check. Your partner can still treat you nicely sometimes, but still be kind of crappy overall, right? Like, that's the type of climate the tarot can help you sort out. Because, you know, all of us do have trouble seeing the forest for the trees sometimes. I know that's happened to me in the past. Absolutely. And with love, it's so easy to be clouded by lovely things and by our emotions, right? That happens. And on another note, asking about whether or not something will happen can take the fun out of living. This kind of question, will this happen? Will this not happen? Will he ask me out? Will he not? Will he take me to a fancy restaurant? Will he get me a present? Will he propose? Blah, 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 blah. That kind of question often comes from a deep discomfort with sitting in the mystery of life. As hesitance to embrace the reality that many things are unknowable and ultimately beyond our control. And are the culminations of decisions made by many other people, some of whom we may know and some of whom we may not. And so what's the point of knowing a few days or hours before? Why not just embrace that we can't control everything in life? Personally, I do think it's more fun that way, but you know, that's just me. (laughs) Like I actually don't read the tarot about love most of the time. Like sometimes I will just to get a vibe check, but... I'll never ask, like, will this person do this or will this person do that? They either will or won't, and me getting a heads up with the tarot is not really going to make that much of a difference. 
And so if this is the kind of question that you feel tempted to ask, my tarot homework for you is to connect with the Hanged Man tarot card, which I did talk about in a previous episode of this podcast. The Hanged Man is all about surrender, giving up control, realizing that over many things in life, we are absolutely powerless, whether we like it or not. And grasping desperately at sand will not make it any easier to collect that sand. Love works that same way. If we embrace the mysteries of life and practice discerning the difference between the things that we can't control, aka other people, hello, and we can control, which is often ourselves. So rather than asking whether or not something will happen, here are some inspirational questions that I thought of for y'all that you might wish to ask the cards instead. Question number one. Why do I feel the need to control the outcome of this situation? How can I release my desire to control the outcome? Question number two. Why do I feel a sense of desperation and or immediacy around this situation? And how can I move into surrender and acceptance? Question number three. What about this situation is within my control? What about this situation isn't in my control? And you'll notice that these are like joint questions. These kind of go together, right? They're paired for a reason. Question number four. If I'm in a situation where boundaries have been crossed multiple times, what is my own personal line where I will make a different choice rather than continuing to engage? What do I need to keep in mind as I strengthen my boundaries? And what do I need to keep in mind as I think about consequences? And question number five, what are my hopes and dreams for the situation? And what is the situation right now as it is, despite my projections and fantasies about what I want it to be? So personally, I'd recommend pulling one to three cards as answers to each of those questions. Feel free to use those as inspiration or as guideposts and adjust them to your situation as you see fit. It's all good. Add or subtract questions too. These examples are kind of just to get your brain moving and to teach you a bit about how I approach my pair readings, whether it's for myself or other people. This is why my readings are better, (laughs) not to toot my own horn, but better than your average hero reader. Because the average hero reader is going to be like, oh, does he love me? Does he not? Is he going to propose tomorrow or not? Like, no, that kind of question doesn't really help us. And so moving on to my lovely Valentine's Day tarot reading tip number two. You guys are not going to like this, but too bad. Ask about you. You, 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 you. Seriously. (laughs) So often in love readings, we know how we feel about a person or situation or relationship or situationship, worst concept ever. I cannot hate it more. (laughs) We know what we want, right? We want the other person to love us. We want them to change. We want what we want what we want, and we want it yesterday, 
and we're often so impatient about this. And as a result of this obsession that can sometimes pop up around this time of year especially, many times folks might feel like focusing their readings entirely on their object of affection. And when I read for other people around love, this is almost always how people phrase things. It's all about the other person and they don't ask me shit all about themselves. Of course, I always redirect that. But since this is a podcast episode and I'm trying to teach you some stuff and I'm not right in front of you reading for you, I wanted to leave you with this tip so that you can switcheroo your tarot readings for yourself to be a little bit more like how I would do it for you. So people often ask, do they like me? Do they love me? Do they want to date me seriously or is this just a fling? Will I be single forever? Should I download Tinder? And to be honest, I have worked with the tarot to answer these kinds of questions for people. Sometimes people's questions and these questions do fit into the broader category of climate or vibe check, but more often than not, they actually don't. And so what I'd like to challenge you to do instead as you're doing tarot readings for Valentine's Day is to focus on yourself. You, your decisions, your actions, your frame of mind, your behaviors, your attitudes. These are all things that you do actually have the ability to change and influence, right? But you can't control whether or not someone else will fall in love with you or whether or not they'll propose or whether or not that next Tinder or Bumble or whatever swipe will be the one, right? What you can control is your own attitude to dating, your own beliefs about whether or not it's possible for you to find and keep love, whether or not you believe all of your wildest hopes and dreams are out there ready to be seized or manifested or whatever. You can decide whether to continue believing that all men are shitty or that all the good women are taken or that being queer and trans means that no one will love you. And maybe I've become an optimist in my old age, but I do believe that our thoughts have the power to shape our reality. And I also believe there's truly someone out there for everyone if we choose to move towards a partnered life. So if you want love, I believe you can have that. And so instead of asking about how others feel about you, why not ask yourself if you even like them that much anyway? Are they a good fit for you? based on your own standards and your own desires. And to figure that out, here are some questions you might wish to ask the tarot instead. What are my own attitudes about love? What should my area of focus be right now in regards to love? Romantic, platonic, self-love, family? What's holding me back in love? What about my attitude needs to change? What about my attitude can stay? And if everything is going amazingly, you might want to ask, how can you sustain that? How can you make your love life or relationship or partnerships even better than they already are? Why not pull a tarot card for that? You can also ask, what characteristics of mine are keeping me from a happy relationship? What limiting beliefs do I need to dump out in regards to my love life? What lessons or messages do I need to hear about love from the tarot? And how can I show myself some love during this time, whatever that happens to be? You know, whether you're stoked, not stoked, just finished a breakup, 
considering dumping someone, whatever. It's huge, right? It's so important to turn the cards back on ourselves. So my Valentine's Day Tarot reading tip number three is my last one for today is to take the pressure off. Take the pressure off. Just chill. Relax. Take a deep breath. Right? (sighs) Take a few deep breaths. Right? Like, (sighs) really stretch it out like you're in yoga or something. People are so tense around this time of year and you really don't have to be. I wouldn't be surprised if Valentine's Day has always been a high-pressure holiday and with the rise of social media and everyone talking about this and that, I do feel like it's just gotten worse and a little bit more stressful, even though I personally do love Valentine's Day, whether or not I'm single. So you might be feeling extra pressure to keep up with the Joneses or the Instagrams, to have something sexy and fun and envy-inspiring to post on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, TikTok, I guess, to have the happiest, most perfect, most bestest relationship on the whole internet on Valentine's Day. And so I love social media. Personally, I see it as artistic and creative and fun and joyful. But don't get me wrong, it can definitely sometimes bring out the worst in people. Like, there's so much performance, and sometimes, you know what, people are actually having a genuinely good time and are bitter jaded asses. Not not mine. I'm not bitter or jaded. But if you are and you're writing it off as performance, that's a thing I see happen. To make excuses for your own misery, that's a thing to notice, right? Because sometimes people really are that happy as they post on the internet. Like, some people's lives really are that good. And if you're not there right now, that's okay. Doesn't mean you'll never get there. And it doesn't mean you have to be that way today or tomorrow. Because, you know, life is complicated and that doesn't stop just because it's Valentine's Day. Relationships are complex and anything involving humans is complex. And this is a big part of why I'm a huge introvert secretly. People can be difficult. And ultimately, while Valentine's Day is and can be an opportunity to engage in a joyous and beautiful celebration of love, whether solo or partnered or completely in secret or all over the internet, it's still just another day. A day can be special and also mundane all at the same time. And sometimes folks come to their tarot cards when they feel this stress and this pressure in order to make that pressure stop right? People come to tarot when they feel a need or desire to make some order out of the chaos and uncertainty of life. And tarot can certainly be a great tool to work with during times of crisis. Don't get me wrong. But Valentine's Day isn't exactly what I'd consider a crisis, right? Like no one's dying. It's okay. (laughs) And so when you approach your cards, take as many deep breaths as it takes for you to step into a deep sense of relaxation. And if you can only do that in the bath with some meditation music, that's okay. Remind yourself that things don't have to be so serious, so high stress and high pressure. And commit to appreciating the love in your life in whatever form it takes. And you know what? If you're having a particularly solitary or lonely year, it's okay. It's okay if all the love that feels vibrant to you right now is coming from your cat yourself and your heating pad like honestly that was me last year so I get it so calm yourself affirm your love of yourself your value your worth your beauty 
And if this feels hard or feels like you're lying, like take it from someone who's been there, aka me, fake it till you make it. So give those affirmations a try. And I'm sure I'll talk more about affirmations in another episode on this podcast. I do actually have an affirmation series that is available for purchase on my website, sabrinamscott.com. It's called the Claim Your Magic Affirmation Series. So if you struggle with that, feel free to access that resource. It's only 97 bucks, I think. Pretty cheap. But my point with all of this is to say that it's important to ground your tarot reading practice and your awareness that whatever happens, you are enough. You are lovable and worthy of love just as you are, no matter how alone or complicated or surrounded by people you are. All right, so take the load of stress off. No matter what happens for you on Valentine's Day, it's okay, you're fine, and you'll survive it. And so I hope that was helpful, my beautiful people. Those are my three top tarot reading tips for v-day aka valentine's day aka tuesday (laughs) crazy it's so close so close and in the honor of love season because i do feel like love season starts in february but moves into march with the spring and the blooming of flowers and everything just looks so fun and juicy outside I've decided to host a brand new masterclass that I'm teaching live called Sex, Love, and Tarot. It's going to be taught live on Saturday, February 18th at 2 p.m. Eastern on Zoom. It'll be closed captioned live and whether or not you can attend live, it's okay. The whole thing is going to be recorded. Whether or not you attend live, you'll get access to the recording forever, forever. So it will be a three-hour masterclass. I do want to go deep into stuff. There will be a biology break in the middle so everyone can have some water, go pee, have a snack, whatever you need to do. But I do want this masterclass to be abundant and juicy and fun. And so some of the stuff I'm going to be talking about, and I'll maybe I'll talk about this more in another podcast episode, but specifically I've got a little list of some of the things I'll be talking about. So I'm going to be teaching about the best cards to pull on love and the difference between them all. So for instance, is the lover's card better or worse than the two of cups? Hmm. (laughs) The breakup cards, yes, they do exist. The sexy and sexual cards, it's probably not the ones that you're thinking. Not giving any spoilers, sorry. (laughs) How to read court cards in a love reading. How to actually approach a reading on love that isn't just, does he like me? No, we don't need that. Obviously, I gave you guys some tips during this podcast episode, but this is just the tip of the iceberg. Trust me, I have so much more to say on this. I'll also be teaching about a situation that can arise sometimes. Okay, the cards say your relationship sucks. What next? How to salvage a reading from there, whether it's for yourself or someone else. What to do when you make someone cry, even if it's yourself. So this is like professional bedside manner stuff for all of my fellow pro readers. But, you know, sometimes we do make ourselves cry with the tarot. So that is a thing. And then I'll also be giving an opportunity for hot seat if anyone does want me to walk them through a reading or help them with a reading or even do a little bit of a live reading that we can all interpret together and practice the skills that we just learned. And so that, again, is this coming Saturday, February 18th. So Saturday next week. So more than a week in the future 
And so you can sign up for that by going to shopsabrinamscott.com, scrolling down to the way bottom, and then there'll be a category called workshops and masterclasses. And if you can't find it, just pop me an email, go to my website, sabrinamscott.com, pop me an Instagram DM at sabrinamscott, and I will send you over that link. Can't find it, let me know. More than happy to help. And if you are not sure if this is a masterclass for you, again, pop me a DM, reach out, say hi. Happy to walk you through figuring out if it's a good call, but ultimately I think it is. Super, super excited to talk about this. Such a juicy, and I know I keep saying the word juicy, but that's just like my vibe these days. I don't know what it is. I'm feeling so electrified with life lately. I just want to share it with you all. So (laughs) So I'm teaching the masterclass basically, sex, love, and tarot. So if you liked what you heard today, you want to learn more in a workshop masterclass vibe environment with moi next weekend, I would love to see you sign up. Any questions, let me know. And I'm actually going to be releasing a bunch of new podcast episodes on sex and love and vibes and manifestation till then. So hope you enjoy and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.